And get this, I saw that the clowns in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade took a clown oath to not drink, smoke, or do anything inappropriate. <laughs> that story, again, is harder to be a clown than a United States senator. Um, <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. Wow. My kids were horrified by the clowns in the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Really? They're scary looking. That's funny. I've never been pro-clown. I mean, I'm not anti. No, I thought it's... They weird me out. My kid's natural reaction, with no prompting of any kind, to the presence of clowns is fear. Yeah. Well, they're masked. They're weird. They're surreal. Their features are distorted. I think a lot of kids have that reaction, and I think it's anthropological. You know, it's it's smart. It's necessary. Mm. They got that scarf that never ends. It's not natural. <laughs> right. Have you ever seen their motor vehicles? How many people can be in there? Surely, surely that third clown is the last one. <laughs> Although, you know, I did see the Ringling Brothers way back in the day, and uh, those clowns were, were great physical comedians. Mm-hmm. That was very, very entertaining. But that is dead now because the elephants went away. Anyway. Oh, speaking of animals. As Jack often makes the point, the headline in your house is almost never the headline in the mainstream media. And, you know, even if you want to keep it to politics, you know, the headline, I'm guessing Al Franken has not grabbed you or your your beloved. The tax stuff is probably way more important to you than, you know, for instance, but that's, you know, that means the mainstream media is so out of touch. But um, the headline in my house is Joe and Judy about to end doglessness, adopt dog. About to end doglessness. Yes, yeah, so a prolonged period of doglessness. Mm. The longest period of doglessness of our union. Um, we're almost at, well, I guess we're uh, four months short of two years. And, uh, oh, man. we So we, we met our, our the dog. He's an adult. He's five. Um, and, uh, and, and five, we, that's a full on grown up dog. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, he'll probably have a pretty good, you know, God willing lifespan, like 14, 15 years. What kind of dog? Probably. Is he is half black lab, much like Meghan Markle. He's of mixed race, mm. Jack. Way to tie it in with the royal engagement. <laughs> He's half black lab and half, uh, 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 don't tell me, uh, border collie. There you go. Yeah. So he is as smart as I am, and maybe smarter. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and so, so Judy and I, we met him, and we met his uh, current uh, mom, uh, you know, guardian, and uh, and and we played with him in the the yard and talked to him, and and um, he's we then we we laid up last night, um, tossing and turning and thinking about it. What have we done? You know, what are because mm. it introduces. An element of chaos in your life. Oh, no doubt. A dog. And this dog is so smart. He's going to be super fun and and kind of challenging in a way, too. Because if you've got one of your really stupid breeds, you feed him, you give him a place to poo, you pet him. He's going to figure out your password. He's going to be ordering stuff on Amazon. <laughs> hey, Alexa. He'll probably be adjusting your 401k distributions. Right. Probably yelling over the fence. Hey, you know what they do over here? Spread, spreading rumors about us. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's going to be challenging. So, yeah, I had a little tossing and turning thinking, what the hell are we doing? But he's, uh, Sean, you'll be pleased to hear this. He's a good boy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so now you were you were four weeks shy of two years without a dog. Four months, yeah. Four or four months shy yeah. of, of two years without a dog. In dog math, that's 28 months shy <laughs> of go. 14 years. So it's, it's high time. <laughs> yeah. High time. Point. Yeah, interesting. But 
We'll see how it goes. God, I don't know why more people don't do that, you know, teach their own, but... God, there's a lot of grown-up dogs out there that need a home, yeah. and you and you eliminate like ninety percent of the of the bad stuff of having a dog by not having a puppy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just I'm amazed that more people don't do that. Yeah, I don't want to get too too into it to protect everybody's privacy, but the uh, the lady who currently is her, his uh, guardian is just realizes she can't give him the time and attention he needs, um, and so has been looking for a loving home, and we were option. Number four. I mean, she's been serious about trying to find the right home for him. So, so you're going with pet guardian instead of pet owner? Are you, uh, you're, are you part of that movement where they get the vote and that sort of stuff? I'm hardly a part of any movement. I avoid movement whenever possible. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Because that's, that's like a, a city ordinance in some uh, California cities, that's right? That's right. Yeah, not where I live. Yeah, if you referred to the dog as a... Yeah, you're its guardian. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Which, you know, next thing you know, they're marrying and uh, driving and uh, voting. <laughs> voting. That's right. What next? Dogs voting. So we'll see how that goes. Awesome. I'll keep you up to date. I got a, a slight amount of trepidation, but I don't know why. That's my, you know what? You want to hear something weird? Um, with now our mostly empty nest, little D still comes back on breaks from college. I felt like my life was too easy. Like, I needed more challenge. I wasn't serving anybody. I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, and obviously there are charitable things that you can do, and I am doing, and I will continue to do, and, and increase doing, but I feel like I'm getting into the too soft I can't, lifestyle. I can't, I, I don't know, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to adjust back to not being, doing what I'm doing right, right. now, raising young children, because I'm busy. Saturday night, for 20 minutes, I had a break. Over four days, mm. 20 minutes, I drove downtown to Chipotle to pick up our food. And I listened to music in the car, and I was by myself. And I walked by a coffee shop to pick up the food, and I saw some people sitting there drinking coffee, like a couple of different people, like reading books, drinking coffee. And I thought, I used to do that all the time. <laughs> I wanted to walk yeah. up to them and say, because they were younger people, and say, you don't know it, but you're on vacation. Yeah. You're on vacation right now. That looked just unimaginable to me, to sit there at the coffee shop, reading a book, drinking your coffee. Just yeah. unimaginable. I was enjoying my 20 minutes I was going to have to do whatever I wanted, even though I had to drive straight there, get food, and go back. (laughs) That freedom. (laughs) That was just like, it was just like, oh, this is unbelievable. You know, you remember. So, yes, I can't can't imagine going to going back to a life where I can just do whatever I want whenever I want, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just too self-indulgent. Anyway, um. You remember back when we had little kids, Judy and I used to take out the garbage together as a mini date. We'd take out the garbage and roll it to the end of the driveway to the street. We'd take our time and stop and leave the garbage there and then kind of stroll on back. And it was great. It was We called them mini dates, and we looked for excuses to do that all the time. Was that now, a- folks, you're going to have the urge to keep going, <laughs> to keep on. <laughs> Don't do that. You love those kids. Just remind yourself you love those kids. Did yeah. that start as like a conscious effort, or did it just kind of... Through the patterns of you guys doing that, you're like, hey, this is kind of like our own little mini date. I can't remember if we read about it somewhere, or it might, you know what, it might have been a a beloved Armstrong and Getty listener who who suggested it. You know what, the more I think about it, I think that was it, who said, look for excuses to spend five minutes together, four or five minutes together, and it has amazing reconnecting powers. And it's specifically attached to while raising kids, looking for those Yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's really not necessary if you're not raising kids. Um, Interesting. You know, unless, like, you're an air traffic controller and she's... That would actually be kind of weird if you don't have kids and you just spend all your time together and you're doing whatever you want. 
Yeah, yeah. Want to take out the garbage with me? No. No. <laughs> take it out. It's your turn. And so, anyway, let's see. What time it is? Oh, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, no, I got a whole time. Yeah, we got a whole week's worth of... And then next week, another week. Well, here's, here, here's just so you're in the know. As we go to break, uh, you know, I'm the king of brevity. <clears throat> the NSA's surveillance powers are running out. Congress has to reauthorize them. Ain't no way they're going to reauthorize them the way they are right now. Good. Because privacy advocates are too up in arms about the way they've been doing what they're doing. Good. Plus that weird situation where the current director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau is refusing to leave her job. You're going to have to kill me to get me out of here. You never get take the hell out of here. Nah, he's not listening to us. So every Congress, She's not listening to him. Every one of these politics sex conversations of the last, I don't know how long, Bill Clinton comes up, and they start beating on Bill Clinton. And uh, What did I do? Oh, that's right. Play a clip from the mayor of New York City with a comment I just I thought was interesting. Maybe we can discuss that. The gigantic communist mayor of New York City? Yeah, that guy. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. I love the boys. mandatory counseling, then mediation. They're not serious about dealing with this either party. Men and women in Congress have lived with these rules for many decades now. Carly Fiorina, she was on uh, one of the talk shows yesterday talking about that, how she's a little skeptical as I am, all these politicians saying, we had no idea this process was in place. Okay. So the 280 people that have gone through this, who have come to settlements over the last 15 years, you didn't know any of these people, you never heard about it. 280, um, is that right? Yeah. That's right, that is the number. 280, damn near 300 of them. Well, there's only 435 in the house to begin with. So so you didn't know anybody, you'd never heard of this happening, you, you weren't involved uh, at any point when this got introduced, passed, put into place, and just nobody, nobody had any idea, okay. And old, then, old Ed, did you know Ed got accused of uh, groping? You know, what happens now? Nobody nobody heard that. Right. Huh. And then Carly Fiorina saying neither side is really that serious about the issue or or, or it wouldn't be this way. Mm. I mean, it's gone back and forth how many times in the last 15 years between Republican power and Democrat power. Neither party, when they took hold, said, and by the way, we're going to do away with this. Right. Right. Because it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, you thought it was perfectly fine. Taxpayers pay the settlement if there is one. There's a lawyer for the politician, not for the accuser. Just all that sort of stuff. It's it just shows a lack of taking it seriously. Of wanting to ever sure. have your, your Apple card upset. Well, and what's what's crazy, given that the length of that neglect that all of a sudden it's a fever pitch to do something about it, and everybody's agreed, and the rest of it. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. it's it's good to a large extent. Yeah, but that fits into this. The, so I, I'm confused as to where this is going, re the Clintons. Um, Mayor de Blasio of New York said this over the weekend. 
I don't think you can uh, rework history. I think if it happened today, if any president did that today, they would have to resign. Talking about Bill Clinton, and 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 I've heard a whole bunch of Democrats say, "Well, it, it, it should have resigned at this point. You'd have to resign." Now, what are you talking about specifically? Are you talking about him having an affair with an intern? Is that reason enough for the president of the United States to have to resign? You would run him out of office over that. And if I remember, and maybe I don't remember correctly, wasn't it completely one hundred percent consensual? Yeah. Other than she the whole in, power she, dynamic okay, thing. You're right. But she was in love with him, and right. they had a consensual relationship. I said I uh, love also, you, butthead. Also, unless I don't remember one of them, is there one of these stories out there? Weinstein, Louis C.K., jeez, I, I don't even want to start because the list is so long. <laughs> All these people. Right. Is there a one of them where it was consensual? I don't think there's a one of them where it was consensual. No, an affair with an intern or, or somebody, you know, an underling. <laughs> no, no. There's not another no. example out there that's even close to Bill Clinton's situation. Yeah. And that well, it was specifically a Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, okay. specifically that. Was that what the uh, the towering communist was talking about? I think that's what they're all talking about because it's always in the context of the impeachment and all that okay, sort of stuff. Okay, fair enough, yeah. I don't understand. So is that where we are now? So if the president of the United States had an intern with somebody who's uh, had a re, uh, had an affair with somebody who's younger because that alone you see as something you can't put up with and I'm not sure I agree with that um that's enough to leave office over no, that certain, seems pretty uh, no, crazy no I would be against that honestly I let, think I let would the be voters too. decide the impact would be too great for the country completely uh, I don't even understand how this gets lumped into the conversation at all a consensual affair versus dropping your pants and, and, and whacking it in front of people or <laughs> raping instance, them. Right. Or calling them on the phone in the morning and saying, hey, you're laying next to your husband, huh? And, and you don't want them to do that. That I don't Who understand. was doing that again? Charlie Rose. Oh, that's right. Is your husband touching you the right creepy now? creepy what, what, <laughs> what are you wearing right now? So I just, I'm, and I'm, if, if you, if you want to run tape from uh, 20 years ago, I I was not standing up for Bill Clinton, and I'm not now. It's just I don't I don't think his affair with Monica Lewinsky is even in the same category of any of this other stuff. Can you imagine if Hillary got elected, and she ended up having an affair with some boyish young intern? I think that's pretty unlikely. Some like blonde haired, really young looking, yeah, twenty two year old intern. I don't think that's her thing. That'd be crazy. Um. <laughs> So I, I, I don't I don't know. There's been a, a real rush toward clearly if Bill Clinton did this today, he would have to go for a consensual affair. That's now a, a you don't get to be president anymore. Offense? Yeah, I don't. Uh, nah, that's silly. I well, that, everybody's saying it. No, they're wrong. I mean, unless it's the whole unless we've come so far down the road of a woman who is, uh, you know, how do they phrase it generally has less power. Than the man. The power balance is off. She can't initiate an affair because she finds him really sexy. And if he says, yeah, I shouldn't, but what the hell, uh, and, and engages in it, then he needs to not work there anymore. You know, I don't, I don't, see, here's my problem. I have too much respect for women in general to, to make every woman a, 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 always a victim. I don't think Monica, Monica was a sexually forward, aggressive young woman who made a terrible, terrible mistake. And maybe she was seduced by power, blah, blah, blah. 
I don't know. I've seen a lot of interviews with Monica Lewinsky, more than I probably should have taken in. I don't think I've ever heard her act or even suggest that she is a victim other than the way they tried to destroy her after it came out. Right. That's a different subject. That was completely unconscionable. That is unbelievably uncool. Right. And and nobody should put up with that on any level. And Hillary ran that department um, of destroying women who, who Bill was having affairs with. That's a different thing. Sure. But I've never heard Monica herself, and she's older now. She doesn't look back on it based on an interview I've seen where she feels like... She was a victim of anything? No, just her own uh, naivety and naivete and stupidity. Um, I've heard her say that she was oh, just—it yeah, was thinking. a terrible set of decisions. And you know, if you have that victim oppressor view of the world, you would say, "Well, Bill Clinton has to be aware of that imbalance in power and experience, sophistication, et cetera, et cetera, and rebuff her invitation to look at her thong, which was, I believe, the opener as yeah. she brought him pizza. Yeah, and the text line is: God, uh, a woman in a thong brings me pizza. I'm putty in her hands. <laughs> I'm only a man. Which is first, the pizza or the? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Although I... you know, frankly, after if I eat I've the already pizza, got a piece or two in me. When she shows me the thong, I'm going to say, nice thong. Give me another piece of pizza. (laughs) What's on TV? (laughs) Um, A lot of people are pointing out on the text line, uh, he was impeached, and the the whole thing was over perjury. He lied under oath. Oh, Oh, yeah, we know. We know. Absolutely. We're not talking about the impeachment trial. We're talking about the comment that if it happened now, he would have to resign. Yeah, people are not saying if he lied under oath today, he would have to step down from the presidency. They're talking about... If he had a, an affair with an intern, and I just, I just, I don't understand how we've made the leap from guy raping women against their will—that's what rape is, uh, uh, Captain Obvious—to um, uh, consensual affairs are the end of your career. Right. I, I don't understand how we've made that jump so so quickly. Trump doesn't smoke cigars, does he? No. Okay. Doesn't smoke or drink, so that can't happen. Yeah. Okay. Just curious, because that, uh, that was some detail there. I just wonder where this is all going. And that's Democrats saying that, by the way. De Blasio's saying that. number of prominent Democrats saying Bill would have to resign today, let alone the Republicans who would try to push him out just because it damages the other party. Yes. So you would have a president of the United States elected twice, booted out of office, for having an affair, a Michael, consensual affair. if you would be so kind as to play the buzzer, do we have the buzzer handy? You're wrong, and here's why. Okay. Because they can seize the the quote-unquote moral high ground and howl how if something like that happened, the president would have to resign. That would be the only thing that he could do. Because they don't have a Democrat in the White House, so it's entirely a, a hypothetical exercise. You also... Ask Democrats again if there's a Democrat in the White House, and they'll probably have, well, the business of the country must take precedence. Blah, blah, blah. You also have a little bit... I think of the throwing dirt on the Clintons, trying to make sure they're good and dead and buried, and not like Freddy Krueger, they come oh, up yeah. out of the grave again, stake and take, through the heart, and take back over the party. I think everybody's trying to do a little of that too. Silver bullet. They just want. Case they're a werewolf. They want to kill off, particularly Hillary, once and for all. Right. You don't have any power. None of you go. Right. You know what's funny is if there was a Clinton, they could hang, uh, keep hanging around. It'd be old Bill. Sure, because Bill was right a hell of a lot more than he was wrong oh, during his, the last election. And I remember his speech at the convention; I thought was freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a, a politician, so but yeah, all right. If he did that, if a president did that today, they'd have to resign. Wow. Yeah, I don't buy it. Wouldn't happen.
It's, it's just dealing with hypotheticals. That's why it's so, well, it's not useless, but it's not very useful. If you were forced to answer a hypothetical at the point of a gun. Yes. That's a, it's a joke. It's a meta joke. <laughs> I got it. What that, I, was, okay. I, was living, uh, I was loving it. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? <laughs> well, we've got... <laughs> Hang on one second. I've got to bring this up. I'm no having, problem. I'm having a headset or headphone malfunction. National Park visitor, Marshall Phillips. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, we... Park's crowded. Moose out front should have told you. <laughs> All right, hang on one second. Where is it? There we go. Okay. He's got several go. stories for Here us. Here we go. Coming up, we got the New York Times, Trump on the infamous Billy Bush Access Hollywood tape. Oh, my. Grab her by the mouth. New report on that, Senator Al Franken. Sorry, but he's not sure if he actually grabbed women's butts. What? And Gangnam Style sets a new record. Yes, it has never gone away. Coming up, minutes from now, Armstrong and Giddy. Really? A little Gangnam Style reset for you. <laughs> Have the song ready, Michael. You're, what I'll, is this? The olden days? I'll do the dance. It's been a while. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So, I don't quite understand why um, the deals go away after today. Uh, why, why is that? Uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's marketing trickery, right? You, right. you tell people it's going away tomorrow, you got to right. buy today. You're trying right. to create right. a false sense if, of urgency. Right. But if they got any left, any left, they're going to sell them this cheap again before oh, Christmas, aren't they? Out, sure, they'll send out, hey, we've got a last chance Cyber Monday deal sure, for you. The only real concern sure. is if they run out of whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. Okay. Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, tax cuts are top of mind when President Trump's going to have lunch with Republican senators today. He wants to sign a big tax bill before the holidays. House has passed a tax bill. Senate Republican leaders hope to get their own measure passed by the week's end. The GOP tax reform package that's been making the rounds not doing very well, though, in the polls. Meanwhile, you got the president suggesting the 2005 Access Hollywood recording of him making disparaging remarks about women is a fake. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the New York Times says the president is privately questioning the authenticity of the recording in which Trump is caught in that vulgar exchange. So he thinks it was edited? Trump telling some Didn't of his... did come out like a year ago? Yes. Plus? Yes. That would have been a good thing to say at the time, if yeah. you think it's not real. Hey, wait a minute. You know what just occurred to me about that tape? What tape? You remember the Billy Bush tape? What, oh, last yeah. year? Yeah, yeah, it occurred to me. It might be fake. What? <laughs> After the recording hit the air during the 2016 election, Trump acknowledged he made the comments and he apologized. When the recording first hit, you'll recall he said it was locker room banter. And again, he said he was sorry if anybody was offended. And it uh, report in the New York Times. But you, you know, know what, what that guy sounds like? The, the, the guy who did that interview with the Times used to be my publicist a long time ago. It was that guy. <laughs> yes, right. <laughs> right. Right. That's the guy. Same guy. Senator Al Franken back on Capitol Hill amid sexual misconduct allegations directed at him. He was speaking to a number of outlets over the weekend saying he's embarrassed. He's ashamed of the accusations. Franken telling WCCO-TV. Sh- th- th- those are accurate. 
You should be embarrassed and ashamed. Yes. Those are probably quite accurate. Frank is telling WCCO-TV, doesn't remember, though, if he ever touched a woman inappropriately while photos were being taken. You know, I, I, I can't say that that hasn't happened. I take thousands and thousands of pictures. We sometimes in crowded and chaotic situations. Wow. Uh, I weak. can't say I haven't done that. You are and weak. I, I, I'm, uh, I am very sorry if these women experience that. Here's your political oh. map. Yeah, that's right, Mr. Vice President. He's decided that if he unequivocally denies, oh, no, no, I absolutely didn't do that, that will provoke all the women who he has grabbed to say, wait a minute, that's it. I'm sorry. I'm not going to let this stand right. and, and come forward. So he, he issues this mealy-mouthed, ridiculous it's a statement. Now, the only, the only slack I could cut him was... Is he including, like, way back in his Saturday Night Live days where it might have been a party pick and everybody was drunk or something? No, he's, there, there are women that have come forward about him grabbing their, yeah. their ass since he was a U.S. senator. Right. So he's, he's including, you know, I just take, I take lots of pictures. That could have happened. I don't know. It's chaotic. Like, that just automatically happens now and then for some of us. Well, sure. no, of yeah. course it doesn't. Oh, yeah, everybody, the photographer said, uh, line up, and you come in front, and why don't you go to the back, and then I accidentally just squeezed a woman's buttocks, you know, during that. Now, what are you talking about? Who's that for? Who, I, who's that for? Is that for big-time supporters that that'll give them a little cover in their mind? I don't think he did it. He uh, doesn't remember it, so I'll continue to vote for him, or what is that? I just think he couldn't issue a denial and so he can be well, a up a word to, salad. He can't just say, yeah, I did that. That was uncool. I don't know what's wrong with me. Can't say that. I'll bet he could and get away with it. Yeah. Turkish government is saying the U.S. is planning to stop arming Kurdish fighters in Syria that have been fighting against ISIS and the Syrian government. Richard Haas, the president of the Council of Foreign Relations, tells MSNBC's Morning Joe the U.S. has had a sad history of cutting off the Kurds. So it's not only wrong morally, but going forward, what other leverage do we have over Syria? What other leverage do we have over Iran and Russia-backed Syria government? The, the Syrian Kurds are our only players. We've completely given over Syria to yeah. Russia and Iran. Just said, sure, yep. we're out. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I don't know what the long-term payoff for that's going to be. Yeah, the announcement from Ankara about the decision came after a phone call Friday between President Trump and the Turkish President Erdogan. A group in question is called the YPG. They're linked to the Kurdistan Workers' Party, considered by Turkey to be a terrorist group. And now we are no longer going to be arming them. In other news... Psy is celebrating, are you ready? Psy is celebrating the fact that his worldwide hit, Gangnam Style, has crossed the 3 billion views mark on YouTube. The South Korean singer, rapper, songwriter, producer this weekend tweeted his thanks to fans for watching the clipping up to reach the impressive milestone. So is he insanely rich out of that? Three oh, billion views. That's a lot. Gotta Indeed. be. Hey, one final note. Seth Meyers is going to be hosting the 2018 Golden Globes on January 7th. Seth Meyers. You watch Seth Meyers? Yeah, I think Seth is funny. He's pretty edgy. Is he going to make jokes about the sex thing? Or is that a deal they're going to make with him? Look, no jokes Ooh. about the sex thing. The Golden Globes is the drunk one. Yep, it is. It's the party style awards. At your news, I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice 
of the West. I'm considering never watching another awards show. I can't not watch that one. I'm going to be interested to see if uh, they take that on. You can't just leave it alone, can you? How can you possibly ignore it? No, no, I don't think you will. But is it going to be kind of your first-degree joke where you mention it, just touch on it, and then move along? Or will it be a little more serious, uh, you know, stabbing? A little more serious puncturing of Hollywood. Seth can puncture. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty good. I see Harvey Weinstein's not here tonight. Yeah. yeah. That kind of stuff. Would people laugh or cheer or clap or, or boo? Or... I don't know. Yeah. Um, they call Harvey and ask him what they should do. Yeah. <laughs> the petering out is next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade featured 17 balloons. It was going to be 18, but then Olaf was hit with sexual harassment allegations. There you go. Is that a visual joke? No, Ol- Olaf is a uh, he's a character from a Disney movie. He was uh, he's a, a right. well-known Just cartoon one of the, feature. One of the yeah. balloons couldn't be there because he was hit with sexual harassment, okay. bringing down a lot of celebrities. It's just uh, echoing today's headlines. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of headlines, breaking news. Breaking news, Michael. <laughs> Hey, Brendan, somebody got into the turkey. (laughs) California Democratic Assemblyman Raul Bocanegra, the majority whip, has resigned amid sexual misconduct allegations. Bye-bye. This is, uh, it's been about five weeks since nearly 150 women, uh, lobbyists, lawmakers, Republicans, Democrats, signed a letter calling out a pervasive culture of sexual harassment in the great progressive capital of Sacramento. I was going to say, this guy, I don't even remember what he's accused of doing, but so he's stepping down. Six, seven different women called him a groper and a grabber and a perv. He's got to be thinking, seriously? You know how many people have been doing this for how long? Yeah, well, the jig is up, man. Yep. Times have changed. No more jig. We just caught on to the fact that at the federal level and in the biggest state in the country, they set up the government to perv on women and get away with it. Yep. Bocanegra was disciplined for groping in 2009 when he was Assembly Chief of Staff. He apologized, but the L.A. Times has since revealed six other women are accusing him of various unwanted advances. Uh, sir, sir, blah, blah, blah. So he's a perv and now he's gone. All right, great. Now, my first thought of all these stories is I wonder how much taxpayer money went to keep this quiet. Oh, yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Very mad. And now that it's all gone public, Senate leader Kevin DeLeon said, the Rules Committee will uh, stop handling sexual harassment investigations after news, uh, well, essentially that they don't do anything about it. It's, It's where the allegations go to die. I don't know. It's just so ridiculous. You know what? When some family values spouting politician gets caught with a 19-year-old mistress, you get to pile on. You do. And when these great defenders of progressivism turn out to be gropers and victimizers and and whatever else, I'm going to pounce. And I have, by God, lying liars and their lies. Yeah, it's often either really loud equality for all types or really loud 
I'm a religious types. Right. Yeah, exactly. One more women in government story, kind of, you know, indirectly. You got your Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. President Obama set that one up. And uh, now that Trump's in charge, he finally has gotten around to deciding who ought to run the place, and he's going to appoint Mick Mulvaney, who was his uh, budget director, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I, don't, I would think you'd want to keep your budget director directing the budget. Isn't he busy? I don't know, yeah. Uh, but so he, uh, he appointed old Mick Mulvaney. Well, the, the gal who's currently running it uh, has sued the president in order to block Mick Mulvaney from taking the gig. Leandra English, who was tapped by the former director, uh, Richard Cordray, as he went out the door to be the acting director till she was replaced, uh, she said, no, I'm not leaving. I want the job. Oddly enough, the bureau itself has filed a legal opinion saying, are you out of your mind? You got to go. But she is clinging to the job. And the president, Michael, is saying what? What is the president saying? He's saying. I missed it, Joe. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, you did miss it. You I, did I had miss to it. set up something back here. It's been a pretty good show, and now we've got to walk away with this taste in our mouths. So the, right at the end, you screwed up. So the update on that story is both of the people showed up for work today. Yes. The old head, the woman suing, and the new guy, Mick Mulvaney, both showed up for work today saying they're in charge. And for fighting over the office chair. Give it to me. Give it to me. If this were, that's mine. That's my chair. The president said I could sit here. I have the job. If this were a quirky three-cam sitcom, there'd be a lot of montage of them both reaching for the same stapler. Right. Both right. trying to sit down in the same chair. Glaring at the, each other. The phone rings, and they both look at each other. Somebody walks in, says, director, and they both say, yes. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Mulvaney showed up this morning for work with donuts. Oh. Whereas the uh, the old the person that was there before did not show up with donuts, so I'm oh, going with Mulvaney. Oh, if I'm just a uh, oh, he's got the edge clearly. If I'm just working there, I'm I'm going with the dude with donuts. He uh, he showed up with a memo and the donuts. The memo saying, "Please disregard any instructions you received from Ms. English in her presumed capacity as the director." And she put out a memo that said, "Disregard that memo." <laughs> I'm pro-donut, but I'm anti-memo. He's back to a neutral. English sent out an email saying, I am still in charge. (laughs) So, man, if you're an employee there, what are you supposed to do? Take the day off. Eat the donuts. Eat Eat the the donuts, donuts, right. I'm not doing anything. (laughs) Let me know when you guys figure it out. (laughs) I'm going to do the same thing I was doing last week. Not much. That's right. Wasting the taxpayers' money. (laughs) As little as possible. (laughs) Oh, boy. Weird times, huh? Weird time. I'm having trouble adjusting back to a don't eat a giant meal every 45 minutes lifestyle. I have not gone to the fridge and piled high a plate of gravy, stuffing, wow. and turkey and eaten it like since I got up this morning. Or had a piece of pie. I've not had a single. It's 10 o'clock in the morning, and I've not had a single piece of pie yet. Wow. Wow. My body's not used to this. You're I'm living having, like a monk. I'm having some sort of withdrawals. I'm not proud of this, but during one of my leftover binges, I, I didn't have silverware. But I had mashed potatoes. Oh, <laughs> and boy. I had a hand. Oh, you, wow. You're like a bear in the wild. Yeah. Wow. Take a look at yourself. God, it was so good. How did you find yourself with mashed potatoes and a plate but no silverware? Because I'm a, well, I have silverware. It just wasn't clean and I didn't want to wash it. <laughs> so you ate with your hands. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or did you just put your face in it like a dog? That'd be more like to, a dog. To like lick the sides. I, I did oh, that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Ah, uh, I could either wash a spoon or eat with my hands. Ah, I think I'll just eat with my hands. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Eh, well, what are you going to do? And now, 
Final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Thanks, guy from Monopoly. Did you have gravy running between your fingers? No, no, the gravy was in a side dish. Okay. Scooping it up like he's in a mountain stream. I, I chased it like a shot. There <laughs> you go. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Marshall Phillips, park visitor. Final thought? Yes, now that I am Armstrong and Getty's official national park visitor, I now that I have reviewed Yosemite, I'm looking for my next nature adventure. Any suggestions, get in touch with us. Why do you keep calling it Yosemite? Stop it. <laughs> Michelangelo, final thought? Oh, yeah, today, uh, drive with your headlights on, watch out for little kids, and don't drink and drive. Have a safe Cyber Monday. <laughs> Positive Sean, final yes. thought. Happy birthday to one of my favorite people who have ever walked this planet, Bruce Lee. I do not pray for an easy life. I pray for the strength to endure a difficult one. Miss you, Bruce. I'll watch a movie of yours today. Wow. Uh, Jack, uh, final thought. My kids are all about the Christmas now. I think they're more or less happy that the most confusing for children holiday is over. What is all this excitement and decorations and you have a couple of days off work, Dad, and we're just eating some food we don't like? That's it? There's no presents? There's no... Mm. That's it? Mm. Yeah, my final thought also Thanksgiving uh, related. I am going to suggest next year a sensible meal. Let's have a main dish. Like a green salad, side dish, and be thankful without eating ourselves into a coma. I was in pain. I felt awful. It was a negative. It was not good. I've gained weight. What what, what does gorging yourself prove? I don't know. I don't know. It's an odd tradition. Well, it's about to end. We're going to have sushi. We're going to be thankful. Have sushi. The Pilgrims and the Indians at first Thanksgiving, 1620. Did they eat until they were sick? Probably because they didn't know when they could eat again. Mm. Armstrong and Getty rather got about another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. We have some of uh, Nigel Rotund's greatest hits and oh, videos yeah. and stuff. He That's was, right. He joined us earlier in the show. If you missed it, check out the podcast. We'd love to hear from you, too. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. And we apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye. Oh, we have a fight on the other side. Look at this. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.